Welcome back to Finding Wilder, the podcast. My name is Michaela Jean, and I am so grateful you have landed here. I created this podcast as a safe space to share stories of intuitive living, spirituality, creativity, dreams coming true, miracles, and so much more. One of my greatest goals in this lifetime is to remind one another we are not alone in whatever it is we are going through. To me, finding wilder means living a life that is led from the heart and intuition. It is easy to get caught up in what or who we think the world says we should be. I'm passionate about sharing stories that prove to one another that when we find our wild, listen to our hearts, and trust in something beyond ourselves, we begin to witness miracles unfold all around us. I'm here to share experiences from my own life and the lives of those who inspire me along the way. I hope you remember how worthy you are and that your dreams can come true. Thanks for being here. Let's dive into another episode of Finding Wilder. Finding Wilder. This is episode 49. I am Michaela Jean, and I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy that you're here because this is an episode to celebrate one year of Finding Wilder, which is crazy. I can still remember vividly the first day I recorded an episode. I'm in Vermont by myself for a week. I had my puppy, River, and I was going for cold morning swims every morning in the lake, and it was, I remember it was kind of a chilly week for May. There was one really cold morning, and I remember it was rainy, and I got up early, and I went for a dip, and I just remember being like, that was such a cold day dip like that was so cold but I loved it so much and I made my hot coffee and I was sitting there and I was like I want to know what the temperature was out because that was like frigid and I checked the temperature and it was like 29 degrees out or something which is cold for May in New England and it got me thinking about how when we anticipate what's going to happen if we anticipate that it's going to be cold then we are already preparing ourselves for what we feel when we're cold, uncomfortable, freezing, just like we are already mentally preparing ourselves for like, okay, I don't want to do that. That's going to be uncomfortable. Right. But when we're, and of course, when it comes to cold temperatures, safety is always important. But my point here is that when we stay present in something and we do something because we love it and we stay in the moment, we're so much more aware of the experience and being in the moment and one being in tune with our intuition because if I really was in tune with my intuition which I believe I was I would have known if it was too cold for me to dip in that lake and of course the water was already warmer than normal because it was May and it's funny to think because with this analogy of If I had prepared myself mentally for it being too cold, I probably wouldn't have done it. If I had known it's 29 degrees, I probably wouldn't have done it. But by not knowing and staying in the moment, I remember it being such a beautiful and expansive morning for me. And it was that same week that I decided to start this podcast. And as I think back on that, 
if I had known that I was really actually going to commit to doing this podcast and to doing it every week and to putting together an intro and an outro, and of course it's not perfect, but I'm having so much fun doing it. And if I had known that I was going to start bringing guests on and the communication and the effort that went into doing that, if I had known that I was going to choose to do all of that and like what that looked like, I probably would have scared myself out of doing it, right? So the beauty of staying in presence and choosing to do things that light us up is one of the greatest lessons that I have learned from doing this podcast is it doesn't have to be the most popular podcast out there at this moment and it doesn't have to be perfect but if it's bringing me joy and if it's lighting me up then gosh it is so worth it it is so worth it and that is one of the most beautiful lessons that I have learned in the last year is to just expand yourself into doing the things that you want to do Open yourself up to saying yes to experiences that you've been putting off because you're scared or you're anticipating what it might look like. But what you're anticipating it to look like might be so far from the reality of what happens when you actually begin to do something. So what is that thing that you just keep putting off? What is that thing that you feel a deep call to do or you continue to get these little pings within you to try or to start or to reach out to somebody to talk about whatever it may be for you? Just do it. Give it a try. See what happens. See where it takes you. See what unfolds. See where maybe you heal. Because... That has been a huge part of this podcast for me. I've talked about it a little bit on the show, but over a year ago for a couple months, if not longer, six months, I was continuously experiencing different things going on with my throat, my throat chakra, my voice. I continuously was dislocating this bone in my throat, um, which was not comfy at all. We talk about that on my episode with Dr. Crystal Couture, who is a um, acupuncturist and PT. And we talked about that happening in my life and the conversations that I had with her and with my mom and with myself about these different things that were going on with my throat that were not a good time. But it was my body speaking to me, saying, you need to remember how to express yourself. You need to remember how to use your voice because it was also at that time. So not this last year, but the year before I had been off of Instagram for a year and I was not sharing my voice in any way at all. Not that Instagram is the only place to share your voice or to write or to share at all, but I wasn't using my voice, which is something I love to do. I love writing, I love speaking, I love sharing, I love creating, I love challenging, I love having conversations, I love using my voice. And I had shut down my voice. And a huge part of shutting down my voice happened during during COVID, happened during these three years where, in my perspective, 
things became so judgmental, felt really judgmental, maybe more than ever. There were so many different sides. And by so many different sides, I meant, I mean, there was like this way or this way. And not even just with COVID, but so many other things in the world. And as a person and a being and a soul who is so sensitive, it was so easy and it is so easy for me to see all sides. And it was so hard to live in a world where I could feel all of the different possibilities. I could see and understand all of the different experiences and opinions and reasons why people were choosing the things that they were choosing. And by being able to see all of the different perspectives, I could see and feel how uncomfortable it was and how scary it was to have somebody disagree with you so deeply that they didn't want to have a relationship with you anymore. Known your whole life, relationships were going wackadoodle during that time. And it was because of beliefs and it was because of opinions and it was because of a, in my opinion, a lack of compassion and a lack of choosing to try and see other people's perspectives. So as a very sensitive person who was feeling so overwhelmed and so emotional and so conflicted in why people couldn't just get along, even if they saw the world differently, it felt like such a challenge to use my voice in any way because it felt so scary to know that no matter what I said, some person, some people, some group of people were going to be so upset with how I felt or how I saw the world or how I was sharing in my vision or experience or opinions. And that was really hard for me personally. That was scary for me personally. So I really shut down my voice. I stopped sharing and I went super internal and I didn't wake up to the fact that I needed to start using my voice again until my body started forcing me to see that that was what I needed to do. So my body woke me up, got my attention and said, it is time to use your voice again. And I remember this year, a year ago when I was in Vermont that week by myself and I decided to finally start recording the podcast. I was so ready at that time that it didn't matter. I think you hit a point in life where, and this can be in all different scenarios, but it gets to a point where you say, I'd rather be uncomfortable and do the thing rather than not do it anymore. I'd rather do the scary thing than hold myself back anymore because it gets to a point where you're like, if my throat dislocates itself one more freaking time, I'm going to lose it. So I'm going to listen to my body and I'm going to do the thing that scares me, even though I'm absolutely terrified. But the fear becomes more manageable when you know what's on the other, when you know what the other option is. And what I've found over and over in my life, especially by stepping into this space and starting the podcast and using my voice again, what I have found over and over again is that 
on the other side of the fear, moving through the fear is where the beauty and the expansion and this newfound sense of liberation comes from. Because the fear is really just keeping us small. It's keeping us in a comfort zone that we've outgrown. And when we start to step out of that comfort zone and get a little bit uncomfortable, we begin to liberate ourselves in ways that we weren't even able to see were possible before because we didn't have the perspective before. And I feel so grateful to be a year into this podcast right now and have the perspective that I have now. I feel like I've climbed some mountain that I was so scared to climb because what if the weather got bad when I got to the top? You know, like what if? And there's so many what ifs, but when we get to the top, it doesn't matter if it's raining or if it's sunny or if it's cloudy or windy. It matters that we did it And it matters that we have a new perspective. And it doesn't matter if that perspective is we can see mountains and mountains and oceans and lakes and trees and beyond. It doesn't matter if we can see for miles or if we're completely blinded by the fog. We have a new perspective. And we've done something challenging. And we see what our body or our mind is capable of doing. And to me, that's the point of getting outside of our comfort zone physically or mentally spiritually getting outside of our comfort zone and stepping into fear in a safe way in quotes is such a valuable part of being a human it's such a valuable opportunity that we're given like we are literally given the opportunity to feel fear and then step into it and see what happens when we do so like we were literally brought here put here as humans with the ability to feel and experience all of these different emotions and all of these different opportunities to show us The hard and the easy, the dark and the light, the beauty and the, as we humans will call it, ugly. You know, we are here to have the experiences. We're not here to live the same repetitive life over and over again. Or unless that's our our lesson in this life. It's so cool to be a human. (laughs) And I continuously learn that in this lifetime that there is no right or wrong way to do things but the more we allow ourselves to evolve and to step into change and to experience change and to not resist the change and to follow these tugs and listen to our body to use our voice when our throat chakra is out of balance it's in these opportunities that we get to see a little bit more of what we're capable of. And I think that's absolutely freaking rad. And it's fun. And 
another thing that has come up for me over the last year is this idea of letting go to let in. And I think sometimes we do. We genuinely have to let go of a person, a relationship, a job, a jacket in our closet in order to make space for the next new thing to come in. I think there's a lot of truth in that. I also think sometimes we don't have something to let go and we simply just need to be open to receiving and be open to welcoming something into our life. But with the concept of letting go to let in, I have really seen with myself in so many different aspects of my life that letting go of relationships or identities within myself or stories that I've told myself, feelings within myself that have gone stale, that no longer serve me, that keep me small, by letting go of certain aspects of quote-unquote old versions of myself and relationships that no longer serve or spending my time a certain way, by letting go of certain things, I have allowed myself to really make space and let in new relationships, new versions of myself, new stories that I choose to make true about me. And part of that has even been remembering aspects of who I once was, remembering parts of that young child version of myself who still lives within me, and releasing some of those old stories so that I could bring back some of those old stories that are still within me. Because we have to make space sometimes. Sometimes we have to let go of the outdated stories and versions of us the outdated and old relationships that are no longer serving, the outdated and old apartment that no longer is the right size for us. And it's been really wonderful to witness that in myself over the last year, to witness myself feel more vibrant, to feel more social, confident, connected, inspired, grounded, creative, open-minded, open-hearted to experience new relationships in my life. And at this time in my life, I feel so grateful for the version of myself who is able to make hard decisions to let go of things that no longer serve. And the podcast has really shown me that in a lot of ways. And it's also shown me how much I love sharing other people's stories. Years ago on my blog, I used to share stories about, I called it, did I call it Words with Wanderers, I think? (laughs) And I shared stories of people who, in blog format, people who really inspired me in the way they were living their lives, whether that was startup companies or small businesses or people just living adventurous lifestyles out of the norm. 
I've always been super fascinated with sharing people's stories and I always have believed that anybody has a story worth sharing. And it wasn't really till recently that I realized that this podcast was in some way a continuation of what those blog posts were. And this podcast was a continuation in, of what the old podcast I used to have with my friend Sean years ago, Wild Hearts, where we, we also shared stories of those people living lives from their hearts and lives and stories that inspired us. And I've really come to understand that one of my purposes and passions in this life is to share stories that inspire me. Humans who are open and willing to be vulnerable and talk about their lives and talk about their journeys and share their experiences to not only inspire others, but to remind one another that we're not alone in whatever it is we are going through. And that's why I do this. And I love it. And I've learned to surrender, to surrender into the moment and the conversation and to be one with the conversation and to be so open hearted and open-minded to receiving and holding the space for people to share their stories because it's such a gift. It's such a gift that other people feel welcome and safe and comfortable and choose to openly share their stories. And there are some really great stories on this podcast so far. Some really incredible guests who I'm inspired by and I hope you have been inspired by along the way. So I truly, deeply hope that you have enjoyed listening to this podcast and tuning in weekly or whenever you've tuned in. Maybe this is your first time listening. If this is your first time listening, check out some of these really awesome episodes that we have with some great guests. I think I'm actually going to do the next episode on the top five most listened to episodes at this at this time. I'm excited to share which ones those have been and share some inspiring clips from each episode. But for now, gosh, thank you so much. And I just want to end on this, this last topic that's been coming through for me is um, there will always be somebody questioning your choices. And this has been a big theme for me lately and something that I've slowly become more and more proud of myself for listening to my own intuition and my own gut and my own body and making choices that feel right for me. It's been a lifelong practice, something that I think I've been pretty good at, but I've also spent a lot of time getting better at because it is so easy as humans to get into our minds or let our minds come in and trick us at times to, you know, try to keep us safe or to hold us back from our truest selves and what we really intuitively want and what our heart really wants. And it's easy to let other people's opinions sway us into making certain decisions. And I see that all of the time in the work that I do and people I know and myself and strangers and all over the world. We see how easy it is to give our power away. I see people give their power away all of the time. It's so easy to do. 
it's easy to give our power away to our friends, our parents, our doctors, our dentists, our vets, our dogs. <laughs> it's so easy to give our power away and strive to receive validation from others to tell us that we are on the right track or that we are doing the right thing or making the right choice. But the truth is that nobody knows the right choices for you. Only you know that. Only you can feel that. You are the one who knows what's right for you. And I've seen this recently. I was laughing um, as I thought about this earlier. For example, when I first was buying my van, when I was first getting a van, if you don't know, if you're new here, I have a van named Wilder. I've had for almost four years. I lived in Wilder for full time for two years. And when I first bought my van and was first thinking about buying a van, people thought I, some people thought I was nuts. Why would you do that? There were so many different opinions coming my way. That's crazy. That's silly. That's a waste of time, a waste of money. You're not going to be able to make money. You're going to, you're throwing your life away. Like that's, you're going to seem homeless. Like they're all of the different things came my way. But I knew deep, deep, deep within me that it was the right move for me. I knew that it was the right lifestyle choice for me at that time. I knew that if I didn't live in a van in this lifetime, that I was not going to feel fulfilled. I was not going to feel like my highest version of myself. I knew that I was going to live in a van in this lifetime. It was just a matter of when and not forcing that when, but knowing that it was going to be a part of my life. And like I said, people questioned that and it was easy at times to get, let my mind skewed in there with these people and say, oh, they do make a good point. Like this could be an absolutely ridiculous, stupid idea, but I didn't. And in perfect divine timing, as it happens, I found my van, my van came to me. That's, we could do a whole podcast on how my van came to me and my experiences with van life. And perhaps I'll do that, but my van came to me and I've had my van since 2019 and I have now listed my van for sale. My van, Wilder, love of my life, one of the loves of my life is now for sale, which I'm so truly actually grateful and excited about finding her a new home. She has been so good to me and we have had the best adventures together and I feel really excited for the next season and the next chapter of my life and to release her to whomever is next in line to experience life with Wilder, to experience living in a van or just having her as a van to adventure with. I'm so looking forward to that. But my point here is now that she's listed for sale and I talk to people here and there, it's the same thing. I get, you're crazy for selling this van. She still has low miles. She's in great condition. Like you're never going to find a van like this again. And it's easy to, again, let my mind get swept up in that and say, okay, they might be right. Maybe I do need to hang on to this van. Like maybe I shouldn't sell it. But deep down, I know it's time for me to transition. And there might be another van in my future, a new adventure mobile or home in my future. 
But at this time, I know deep within me that selling this fan is the right choice at this time. So my point here is that it doesn't matter what you're doing in this life. Doesn't matter if you want to quit your nine to five to move to a new continent and work as a barista, or if you want to no longer be self-employed and to get a corporate job. It doesn't matter if you want to break up with your partner of 10 years. It doesn't matter if you want to get a dog. It doesn't matter if you want to get a cat. It doesn't matter if you want to move or start up a new hobby or major in something ridiculous, something that your parents think is ridiculous, something that your boyfriend thinks ridiculous. It doesn't matter what you want to do, but if you know deep down within you that it's what you want to do, you have to be prepared that somebody, some people are not going to understand, are not going to agree, and are not going to want the same things for you. And that's freaking okay. But if you know what you want and you deeply within you intuitively know it to be true, you can't let other people live your life for you. You have to choose to live your life for you. And there's a way to do that. That's calm. (laughs) That comes from a place of curiosity. And that comes from a place of confidence within yourself also. Because, like my dear friend and coach Casey Matthews has told me many times, whatever energy you, not in these words exactly, but whatever energy you are putting out is what other people are receiving. So if you are going to your parents telling them that you want to live in a van, but you're not fully confident in why you want to do that, and if you want to do that, and you still have a sense of hesitation within you, then your parents are going to receive that also with hesitation and they're going to question your choices. And if they question your choices, then you're going to question your choices and then you're not going to stand your ground in what it is that you want to do with your life. But if you stand confident and understanding of why you want to do what you want to do and you come at the people that you love from that place of sturdiness and confidence and calmness, And curiosity for wondering, huh, why do they feel this way? And ask questions and get curious with one another. Then that's fun. And then your life unfolds the way that you want it to. And that's true for life in general. It brings me back to this whole concept about how I lost my voice in the first place. Because I got scared to use my voice. Because I was afraid of being judged I was afraid of people not liking me, but the truth is we're never going to please everybody. Nobody's ever going to understand with, nobody's ever going to agree with everything or understand everything in the way that we do. But one of the coolest things about being human is that we have this thing called compassion and we have this thing called curiosity. And we have these hearts that are so beautiful and we have these really incredible minds and we have the tools to have conversations with one another. We have the tools to get curious about one another. We have the tools to be compassionate. And even when we don't understand, we can still love one another. 
and I believe that forever and always. But change is always constant, so maybe that'll change. But I do believe that I believe that forever and always. That we don't always have to understand one another, but we can still love one another. And I think that's where we're going to wrap it up. I feel so grateful, again, for you, for listening, all of you. If you haven't already, give Finding Wilder, the podcast, a like, a subscribe, a review, all the things you do. Follow us on Instagram, Finding Wilder Podcast. You can find me on Instagram, at Michaela.Jean. Thanks so much for being here. I feel so grateful and go listen to some great episodes with some great guests and look out for our next episode with our top five listened to episodes so far i'm really excited to put that one together i hope you have the best dang day bye thank you so much for tuning in and listening to another episode of finding wilder i hope you enjoyed this conversation If you did, it would mean the world if you leave a review or if you share the podcast episode somewhere in the socials because that's how the world flies these days. Thank you again for being here. If you want to find more about me, my website is michaelajean.com, M-I-C-A-Y-L-A-J-E-A-N.com. Find me at michaela.jean on Instagram. I have an account with daily channeled messages called Wilder Daily, also on Instagram. And you can find more information about my wedding photography at Michaela Jean Photography, also on Instagram. I hope you have the best dang day and we'll see you next time. Bye.